0: It is Michelle Prince with the Power of Authority Spotlight. I am so excited about this interview today. Um, but what is the Power of Authority Spotlight? Well, we're all about shining the light on entrepreneurs, business owners, founders, leaders that are doing awesome things. They're making an impact um, and they have a successful business. And so uh, we have so many great guests that have come on this show. Um, my friend Howard Partridge is the one that first introduced me to my guest today, and we'll talk more about that. But First, a message from our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Performance Publishing Group. Performance Publishing Group provides top quality, comprehensive book publishing services for soon to be authors. The Performance Publishing team has helped thousands of people realize their dream of becoming an author. Will you be next? We will be talking about books a little bit on today's show. Uh, As a partner publisher, Performance Publishing Group can offer you more than just expert guidance. They wanna make sure you get the book of your dreams and reap the rewards. To learn more, go to Performance Publishing Group Com. All right, let me introduce you to my friend, A.C. Lockyer, who is a third-generation service business entrepreneur who has mm-hmm. been called the father and founder of the industry known as softwashing. In 1991, he started a company named Mallard Systems, which grew to $4.8 million in revenue with three branches, supporting 36 trucks. In 2010, A.C. started Softwash Systems, a soft washing supply company specializing in equipment, chemicals, education, and support for soft washing businesses. Soft wash systems has grown to exceed 220 in-network companies operating in nine countries and producing more than hundred million in soft washing revenue each year. Wow. He is also, he has a passion for fishing. And in 2006, when the turnkey soft wash systems cleaning company was in the conceptual stage, AC decided to fulfill his dream of becoming a professional tournament fisherman. Yes. In the rookie year, he and his fishing partner, Thresher Clear or Clear. I'm hoping I'm saying clear. that. Clear,
1: yep, Thresher Thank Clear. You.
0: All right, he won the Redfish Tour National Championship. Today, AC leads Droplet International, a business holdings company with brands in the United States and abroad, soft watch mm-hmm. systems, disruptor manufacturing, bright and blue pool services, phantom window works, and stingray hose rails. Jeez. Yep you're a busy guy.
1: I'm a busy guy. (laughs) (laughs) One last thing I just have to say.
0: He's also a contributing author to the book, The Wow Factor, and has just released his latest book, Five Keys to Pattern Success, which is a must, must read. He's a Ziegler Legacy Certified Trainer. He speaks at conferences around the world, as well as mentoring business owners, growing micro economies, and encouraging business development globally. Welcome Mm -hmm. to the show
1: boy, that's a long bio.
0: I know. You know what? We all all have a bio, but there's something about hearing it, right?
1: (laughs) You did a very good job reading it.
0: Thank you. Well, here's the deal. You have done a lot of things and uh, I've had the privilege to get to know you the last couple of years. And I've seen, I've seen you in action with your businesses, with all the, the, the companies and the people that you're impacting and, and giving them all kinds of great systems to make other people more successful. So mm-hmm. I thought that bio was worth reading. <laughs> you, you've earned it, you've earned it.
1: Well, thank you, thank you.
0: Well, So let's start from the beginning, because obviously you are very successful. You have a lot of uh, accolades already, but how did this all happen? You didn't just one day wake up and 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 have all of these businesses. Give us more of the backstory of how you got to work
1: today. <sighs> Yeah. So, I mean, you know, honestly, I just wanted to be a lead singer in a heavy metal rock and roll band. And uh, that's that's really what I wanted to do. Um,
0: And you're not kidding. I know people are listening or thinking you're kidding. You were not kidding. No, I'm not
1: kidding. No, I used to be a lead singer in a heavy metal rock and roll band. And uh, and, uh, you know, sung uh, after after I kind of got over that and and become husband and a father, sung at church for about a decade. And then for about another decade, uh, I'm an instrumentalist, so I play. Ah, uh, guitar and drums and keyboard, and you know a bunch of different things. and and so um, played up on stage for about another ten years, um, settling into the drums position for a while. And then uh, about the last um, decade, I did primarily um, the support stuff, the sound, the video, the production. And so love, love that industry, love playing music, love writing music, love all that stuff, but it didn't quite pay the bills and so i'm a a third generation service business entrepreneur as you mentioned and my granddaddy was a service business entrepreneur my daddy was a service business entrepreneur um and so when i decided i wanted to get married get serious about my life uh you know just just was gotten gotten kicked out of abilene christian university just kind of down the road from you guys there at texas right down (laughs) to the 20. And I was a Bible major there. Believe it or not, I figured, hey, if I can't become a lead singer in a heavy metal rock and roll brand, band, you know, what's the next stage I can take over? Well, you know, I'll become a pastor. You know, it's the it's the front man for a church, so it works. You know, um, got kicked out of preaching school, basically. That's a fun story all by itself. And uh, but wanted to get married to my wife Karen, and and uh, wanted to make babies, wanted to have a family, and all that. So it's like, okay, I got to settle down. So while driving back home, moving back to Florida. I called my dad up on the phone and said, hey, you know, dad, you, you've you've helped a lot of other people with business ideas and marketing and promotion and, and coaching. And you've done a lot of, helped a lot of guys start businesses. Um, what's a pitch me a great business idea because I wanna, I'm moving back to Florida. I've proposed to Karen, I wanna get married, wanna start a family, but I need to be able to afford all that stuff. I need to be the breadwinner. And he said, well, gee, you know, the family painter Ray, um, that painted all my dad's rental houses and our family house and all. It just got done painting my parents' um big, you know, five thousand square foot yellow with white trim Victorian house, you know. Um, lots of paint, lots and lots of paint. And so the, before you paint it, you got to pressure wash it, you gotta clean it. And while he was pressure washing and cleaning it and prepping it for paint, he jumped up on the roof and pressure washed all the black streaks off the roof. And my dad was like, wow, it really made the roof looked great made it look like brand new again and my dad said man seems to me that would be a great business and so my dad said hey why don't you think about doing that and so that got my wheels turning and everything else and and so i really quickly became like Forrest Gump with shrimp you know you can have them grilled and you can have them fried you can have them <laughs> camped and you know and I'm, And I'm thinking all things roof cleaning, driving back to Florida, getting ready to start my life. And um, and that's really the inception was starting a little business. Like a lot of people, a lot of entrepreneurs out there. Hey, you know, you either get laid off or you're not a fit for being a worker bee or whatever the reasons are, you decide you want to become an entrepreneur. You need that little business idea. And my dad gave me that little business idea uh, when I got home. My dad took me out he bought me a $500 pressure washer from Sam's Wholesale Club and bought me a $1,000 Mitsubishi pickup truck and said, there you go, son, you're now in the pressure washing business. And so I started jumping up on roofs and pressure washing roofs and quickly figured out that pressure washing roofs was not the way to go. It just, pressure washing's very damaging, very erosive. Uh, it, it just, You know, it's water under pressure, three, four, five thousand pounds per square inch. And it was just not a match for cleaning a shingle roof, let alone siding or party board or a lot of other things people clean it with. And so I went into a little bit of an R&D period and came up with what we now call soft washing. Back then, I called it the mallard system because I love ducks. And that was kind of my Indian spirit animal was ducks back then. (laughs) And the Mallard system, I started my little business. And as you read in the bio, we went from, you know, I came home October of 1991, uh, got the business really ramped up by about March of 1992. And by, you know, March of 2000, eight years later, I went from zero to $4.8 million a year, soft washing roofs and exteriors and sidewalks as the alternative to pressure washing. And I mean it's a, it's a, it's a it's a great story but it's not unlike anybody else's story where they start a little business, they want to get freedom, they want to be an entrepreneur. You know, I'm I'm a, I'm a spiritual, I wouldn't say religious. You know, I'm a Christian for for all that mm-hmm. and carries and weight today. Um, but you know, I want it to be be able to do all the family stuff. I wanted to be able to be at church on Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday evening, you know, go to the, you know, small groups and, you know, get off at five o'clock in the afternoon. I wanted to have my own life, control of my own life. I want to have control of my own destiny. Like a lot of people do. So they choose to become entrepreneurs, but not all of us are equipped to do it. And uh, so that's what I do now is I equip entrepreneurs for success by and large through the lens of helping them start soft washing businesses.
0: Yeah, so I love it. And, you know, I've had the privilege of reading your book, um, actually publishing your book, which is so amazing. Yes. So I know more of the backstory of all of that. And, you know, you, you to go from zero to 4.8 million in a, such a short period of time, if, I, I think the key to your success and what I see- there, your there it is, is right there. People, it's right, <laughs> right
1: there. There it is right there.
0: There it is. <laughs> Um, it's systems like you, you're, you've always been so good. I mean, from the sales systems to everything else. And, and I mean, I mean, that's what your book is all about, right? The five keys to pattern.
1: success.
0: Yes. So where does all that come from? Like, how, how, how did you just come up with all of these systems or was it kind of trial and error to get you to where you were having such success?
1: Okay. So I, I cover this in the book and, and, uh, you know, uh, we all have incredible strengths, and we all have incredible weaknesses. When you look at every human being out there, whether their IQ is high or the IQ is low, their their background, their financial accesses they have and everything else, everybody, when you really look at the opportunities they have, we all have about the same opportunities. We all don't take advantage of those opportunities. We all have weaknesses. Even the most successful people have plenty of weaknesses. And so the most successful people in life are the ones that can take their deficiencies, their weaknesses, their their stripes, so to speak, the the thorn in their flesh, to quote Paul, and and take those things and turn them into victory. So for me, I am um, diagnosed ADHD, attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. I was one of the first kids in the country to get diagnosed with that back early in the 1970s. Um, and so, you know, back then we just called it ants in your pants. Yes. You know, the boys, boys had ants in their pants, right? Yes. yes. And, uh, and so you, you just had to learn how to become disciplined and it's like any other disorder, you know, uh, disorder means you need to bring order to something. And later in life, um, I had, I had a lot of problems with, I could not sit in a room and listen to a seminar. I, I couldn't, you know, uh, I couldn't keep my workbench clean in my garage. I, you know, but what I did find is is if I needed to organize the workbench, I could organize it better than anybody in the world. I'm like the the most organized person on the onset, but then maintaining that organization was difficult. Um, so I was having some problems in my work life and I went back to a psychiatrist and 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 they did some more tests and talked to me and went through some counseling and all they diagnosed me with OCD. Obsessive compulsive disorder. And I am you know, looking back on it all now. I'm very obsessive. Everything I do, I'm like really driven. You're
0: all in. You're all in. Oh, yeah.
1: yeah. And it's a dis and it's a disorder. It's it's something that can derail you in your life. It can hurt your relationships. You can hurt other people around you. You know, disc comes into play a little bit on that. I'm a D, so I'm very task. I'm not very high people. So it can be really, really tough for relationships, really, really tough on your wife, really, really tough on your family when you're OCD. And so I'm OCD and ADHD. So that makes you an obsessive that can't pay attention to your projects. So I get everything done in my life. Ninety percent. It's like the book, you know, getting it to the 90 percent mark. And then how long did it take for us to finish that last 10 percent? It was <laughs> labor. I'm just like, you know, and, and but that's that's my whole life. So, going through all of that, trying to do a business, trying to be successful, trying to manage my time, trying to manage the people around me, trying to create opportunity for people, I had to figure out how to compensate. We all know about compensation. As we get older, and as we identify our weaknesses, as we take sober judgment and accounting of who we really are in life, you start to make adjustments and compensate for those weaknesses. And the way I did that, was through creating systems, so that I had a process. I had protocols. I had I had steps in place that were very visual um, and, and 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 put together in such a way that they were easy to teach other people, so that really I could just camouflage the fact that I'm a hot mess. And 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 that's where it all comes from. Is I just took. Things that most people would have self limiting thoughts and say, I can't be successful. And I said, No, I need to work my way around this. I need to figure out the workaround on this. And the workaround to me being a lazy nut, okay, is creating systems to compensate for my weaknesses and also then taking those systems and making it so my team can participate in those systems so that we can move the ball forward. And we can score and we can win at this game that we call business.
0: So and that's part of your story that I love and I and why you are such a natural speaker and and helping these other business owners is because everybody has something. We all have something. And you were very open to share it, um, sharing, excuse me, the ADHD, OCD. I mean, that inspired me. I mean, I know I have tinges of it and (laughs) (laughs) right, but most creative people do most creative people do exactly. And it's but but that's what I feel like really separates you. It's not just that you've created these systems, but you created them on the heels of of having challenges like we all do. Um, But you also make it seem so simple. I've been to let's talk about your you do these events and, and let's talk about Southwest wash systems a little bit more because I've seen you in action and I see you, you empowering these other people to start their own businesses and, uh, but you make it seem so simple <laughs> and I know it's not, but.
1: Well, you know, it's like anything else in life. Um, one, one of the things I've learned and I've, you know, it, it it's a shame. We don't have the knowledge base that we do in our fifties mm-hmm. and our twenties. Oh Imagine what we would have accomplished, uh-huh. you know? Um, <laughs> would have been Oh, so yeah. <laughs> especially, especially a lead singer in a heavy metal rock and roll bands. <laughs> uh, yeah. <I> <laughs> it would have been really dangerous. Um, but, you know, one of the things I've realized now in my 50s is the fact that you could take five people and you could take, and you watch this on cooking shows. You ever watch the Food yeah, Channel yeah. or Food Network? Okay. So you could take five people, put them in a in a situation, I'll give them all five the same recipe for baking a cake, give all five of them the same access to the same pantry to bake that cake. And what do you get at the end of the competition?
0: Totally different.
1: Five different, totally
0: different cakes.
1: Different. Yeah. You're like, ah. and and that's people. And it's like, wow and um and so uh, you've heard the phrase before herding cats you know oh, yes. a lot of life is like herding cats which is almost an impossibility to herd cats and people are just you know we're all flawed and we're all broken and we all have our pov and we we all are you know just arrogant to a certain degree and we think we can do it better than anybody else and we and we challenge and we question and we do all those things that stinky people do and and so what what I had to come to grips with as I've been putting people into the soft washing business is for a while it was like all freedom and love and hey here's some systems and if you want to use them you can if you don't don't worry about it you know if you can learn the secret handshake you know we're all family and all that kind of stuff and I've learned no that does not work with people there's a reason why people do franchises and we're not a franchise which makes it so much harder. And so we've had to come in now and uh, really learn how to put people to business, how to introduce them to business systems, how to make the business systems simple, functional, applicable to their business, um, easy for them to onboard into their company, all this kind of stuff. and, And then understand that you know, they're they're if you give them ten things to do, they're only going to get two of them done, right. and they're going to screw up four of them along the way. And it's like, so what do you do? So you got to bring in accountability. A Leadership without accountability is false leadership. Uh, John Maxwell says everything rises and falls on leadership. So what we do in our organization is is we say, hey, here's this wonderful package. AC Locker had a 4.8 million dollar year soft washing company, and this is. Everything he did to build that company, plus another 20 years of refinement, new skills and new tools and everything else that he's picked up along the way. And here's the package. Here's the package. And people are like, great. It's like, and you are going to follow the package. And they're like, oh, yeah, no, 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 we are. We are. No, no. You have a code now you need to sign. You've got a licensing agreement, a 50-point standard. You're going to perform up to this level, and we're going to hold you accountable. Oh, yeah, sure, sure, sure. No, no, you don't understand or you're going bye-bye yes. because this opportunity is so great. We're giving you the recipe. We're giving you an open pantry. We're giving you everything that you need to be successful and bake this cake. Mm-hmm. That if you divert, you're going to waste the opportunity. You're going to waste the materials in the pantry. You're going to deliver a product that's going to be distasteful. Nobody's going to want to eat it. Okay. And we're We will have wasted time and bandwidth, you know, so for me, um, you know, I've got this countdown clock I'm going through right now. i you know, my wife, I'm the type of person I'll work until the day I die. Mm -hmm. Just go, go, go conquer the world and everything else. My wife looks at me and she's like, honey, when are we going to retire? And I have to remember we're one person. And so for the harmony of our relationship, we sat down and we talked and, um, I had to pick a date. (laughs) Okay. I I had to put it on the calendar. And so um Softwash of Palooza or what are what is now becoming our Softwash Systems education and leadership event that we do every year our national convention um, that event in the year 2030 which is roughly now 7 years away um is the last day I'm going to work wow so yeah That's- you, know, you know so so if I'm going to do that I have to be really 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 careful about who I align myself with, what relationships I live in my life, what people I onboard into our organization, who I present that opportunity to and everything else. Cause I have no time to waste. I'm trying to build a $1 billion softwashing network, a thousand companies doing a million dollars each, $1 billion worldwide, you know, by then it'll probably be in about 22 different countries. We're in nine countries now and uh, we're already past the 100 million mark so all i have to do is 10 it. now we know exactly how to do it we just need to introduce the opportunity to more people and i have to accomplish that now the original goal was by the year 2040 we have moved that up now to the year 2030 mm-hmm. and uh, it will be nobody else has ever accomplished this in the exterior cleaning industry before um, nobody has accomplished what i've accomplished in the exterior mm-hmm. cleaning industry and but I don't care what anybody else does. I'm I'm looking at we're a Matthew 25 company. I'm looking at what God has given me and trusted me with. And I'm replicating what he's given me. So I know it's possible for me to do that.
0: Yes. So for me yeah. not to
1: do it now would be sin. And so that's the way I view it. Um, and so that's what we're doing. And, and, and I'm just inviting people into that process and saying, hey, would you like to be a multimillionaire? Uh, yeah. Would you like to do it slinging bleach with me? um i guess so well let me tell you about soft washing and that's what we do
0: and who would be so for somebody listening who's maybe looking for an opportunity who would be a good fit like what kind of a, a person would be a good fit for that
1: um well <laughs> if you talk about disc and some of you guys on the call may know about disc you you want somebody you want a di mm-hmm. you don't want a dc because the DC is just going to challenge you you definitely don't want see. Because they're going to micromanage everything. You want a DI because they're going to get things done, but you want an SC because they'll pay attention to detail, but they're very compliant. Um, I'd love SCs, but the problem is SCs don't have that drive to make things happen. So if I could find DSs, that would be great, but they're like purple spotted unicorns. You know what I'm saying? And so there's not a lot of DSs out there. So what I'm looking for is people that are that are, you know, task oriented but still like people that, that are, that are moldable that I, I want soft clay. I don't want broken pottery. I don't want to put people back together. I don't want broken people. I want people that are compliant, that are soft clay, that are moldable that have been through crap in their lives already. That have maybe, maybe do, done well and lost and figured out. They, they understand they're, they're old enough or mature enough to understand that they're not the greatest person in the world. I'm old enough, old enough now to understand that, you know, when I was younger, I thought nobody's better than AC Lockyer. Now I'm like, no, most of the planet is better than AC Lockyer. I'm just maybe a little more awake than most of the people. And 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 I'm just trying to accomplish a goal. Um, I need people that have gotten to that point too, that people are like, okay, I'm ready. I see you've got a model. I see you've got a system. I'm ready to be molded. I'm just going to follow the manual. Love it. That, So I need those types of people that read instructions and follow manuals. And that's who I'm looking for. Largely, I'm looking for husband and wife teams that are, you know, 40 years of age or older. Mm -hmm. Uh, That seems to be our target avatar for putting people into this business. Um, Younger people do okay if they're humble. Um, I can't do anything with anybody unless they're humble.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. Not self-deprecating type of humble.
0: No, but I know what you're saying.
1: You look up humble in the dictionary, it doesn't say anything that we all think about for humble. Mm. You look up humble in the dictionary, it says a person who puts the needs of another person above the needs of themselves. Mm. That's the definition of humble, if you actually look it up in the dictionary. So I'm looking for those types of people that are ready to go on this journey and create opportunity for other people. and They're going to follow our model. Awesome.
0: And you said it too, even a you know husband wife team. Because as soon as you said your DI, I'm like, yeah, but your beautiful wife is a SC, if I SC. remember correctly. I mean, we are exactly.
1: <laughs> I mean, if you're, I mean, if you could go to like marriage counseling and they say, if you could go out and search for somebody, this is your ideal disc assessment. That I mean, that's Karen and I. She's, wow. I'm a D. She's an S. Her secondary is a C. My secondary is an I. And you know, she remembers birthdays. I come up with creative presents to give people. I mean, that's...
0: <laughs> yeah, it works. Somehow it's worked all these years. So I just, yes. yeah, I do, you, you guys are a great couple, great family. Yes. Thank you. All right. So, gosh, I could talk to you all day. We're going to have to wrap it up. But so you're doing all these things. 2030 is going to be here before you know it. I, and by the way, I have no doubt you're going to hit that goal. One yeah. billion. Uh, I know it's, you all. Start...
1: one billion.
0: Billion. That's right. <laughs> got the great coupon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, that's, that's,
1: that's actually, um, oh gosh, oh. Um, Austin, Austin Powers. Oh, one Austin dude. Powers, that's right. After yes. evil, yes, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. So on top of all this, though, you love to speak, training, mm-hmm. talk a little bit about what you're doing there and how, outside of even just this industry, what you could do to help other companies with self systems.
1: Absolutely. So, um, you know, I, I, I like to write books, you know, I'm, I'm I'm working on another one right now, getting that manuscript done. Um, I I love to take the, the stuff that's in my head. I, I realize I have to get it out of my head before I die. You know what I'm saying? And it's I don't want to get a song locked up in my head and not share it with the world. Uh, but some of the things I'm very, very good at is I don't like to do like corporate training. Like I don't do disc training. Right. right. I, I don't I don't do that. I know a bit about disc, I can talk about it. Um, the type of training I do is sales team development. I'm really, really good at sales team development. I'm really good at walking into a business um, and in the exterior cleaning world, I may not do this for everybody. I do it mostly just for my in-network companies. Yeah. But in you know the other service businesses world, it could be carpet cleaning, it could be pest control, it could be maid service, it could be AC or heating or whatever it is, I'm really good at walking in to a business and within 24 to 48 hours, I can peg all the weaknesses of the bill business. I can look at your books, I can dig into your accounting, I can see where your bleeds are, I can see where your leadership struggles are. I just know it's like it's like a sixth sense. I can I can see where the issues are, I can see where you're lacking business systems, and I can do a pretty quick assessment for businesses coming into them. And shoot them in the right direction. I do not do coaching though. Um, I'm 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 not I'm not a good mentor because mentoring is suggestive and I get my feelings hurt when people don't do what I recommend to them. Yes. So it doesn't feel <laughs> good mentor. You know? Oh, so I'm like really I, I told you to do that. You didn't do that. Well, you suggested it. I'm like, oh no, that was not a suggestion. Yeah. You know? Um, and then coaching, coaching's okay, but I'm not really good at keeping that regular appointment, keeping lists and all. Man, but if you if you drop me down ground zero in the middle of a just a crappy mess, I am good at triaging businesses. And then the reason why I've always been so successful is I am very good at helping people build and create sales teams and Mm -hmm. structuring those sales teams and 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 putting together the the game for their sales team to play to move the ball in and, and make the scores and put up you know scoreboards all over the office and you know like we have our uh howard talks about the mvps the mission value and purpose statement and then i added to that i do this a lot with howard howard will have his thing and then i'll go oh i got something over here let's put them together so i have what i call my mvps scoreboards and stats which all goes together because it's all sports oriented so your mvps your mission value and purpose statement your scoreboards, you've been to my facility, the 3250 inch monitors that we have hanging up around this facility with all of our numbers and our goals and, and all those things on it. And then your stats, the, the monthly reports that you hang up on all the walls so that your team knows if you're winning or if you're losing, or if you're accomplishing your goals and bills are going to get paid and all that kind of stuff. And so, I've got that program that I can help pretty much any company get on that MVP scoreboards and stats program, assemble that game, and then get their team to play towards putting those goals on the wall. And we even get that a little bit from Ellen Rohr, where she talks about, you know, creating that game and then inviting your team to play it. And so, you know, it's amazing how our our environment that we have, the people that we hang out with, we all have all these ideas and you start shoving them and putting them together. And you're like, wow,
0: we really, wow. Nice.
1: Yeah. you know, I need to write a book with Howard and Ellen and me. Just oh on- my
0: gosh, you sure together. do.
1: Yeah. That would be an incredible book. And uh, because those three things fit so well together. Um, but, you know, like I said, sales team development, if you're trying to get your, your service business or your small business that you have, across that million dollar mark, you're really not gonna do it unless you assemble a sales team. Mm-hmm. Or if you raise your average job up to $100,000, then you only have to sell ten dollars jobs a year. But most of us have a, like if you're an AC mechanic business, your average ticket might only be 800 bucks. Yeah. How do you turn that $800 average ticket into a million dollar three truck business? And that's what everybody wants to know. They wanna to how to know how to move from owner operator Pass that million dollars into the multiples of million do- millions of dollars, so that they can be an owner investor, own the business, work in it some, right. but go out and have the life that they really want to have.
0: Right, and you've taken all that th- that you know that you share uh, you share in the book. So, mm-hmm. where can people get the book? Get a hold of you, learn more.
1: Yeah. So, so the book, the uh, five keys, the pattern, of success. Um, you can get it on Amazon. Uh, I think well, it's also on Kindle and I think it's going to be on audible any day now. It's in the approval process. It's been uploaded and everything, so the audiobook should be up anytime. Uh, you can also go to our website at softwashsystems.com softwashsystems.com. Click the buy now button and the book is on our shopping cart system. You can get it there. Um, in the book, uh, it has my actual uh, website address on it, which is Pro B-I-Z, B-I-Z guide, G-U-I-D-E, ProBizGuide.com. And you can go there. It's That's short for ProfessionalBusinessGuide.com. I used to have that URL, but people started submitting workers' comp claims with me for finger injuries. <laughs> so, the website to ProBizGuide.com. And so, um yeah, you can reach me through there and uh, love to speak at your convention. love to come speak at your company, love to help you develop your sales team. love to help you with in any way I possibly can. Um, I, I've got to I've got to spread my influence and and be involved in as many people's lives as I possibly can before God removes me from this earth so I can leave a dent in this thing before the Lord calls me home.
0: And you're already doing it. You're going to continue doing it. And it's just it's so inspiring to watch you, AC. So thank Thank you you. so much for everything. Um, Definitely get his book. Go to either softwashsystems.com or probizguide.com. Get that book, Amazon, on his website, wherever. And thank you so much for being here.
1: Yeah, thank you, Michelle.
0: All right, everyone, that's it for the Power of Authority Spotlight. We'll see you next time. Much for listening to the Power of Authority Spotlight. If you are a successful founder, entrepreneur, business owner, or leader that's getting results and making a difference, and you'd like to be on this program, please visit performancepublishinggroup.com forward slash podcast to apply. That's Performance Publishing forward slash podcast. Also, if you got something out of this interview, please share this episode. Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag, ThePowerOfAuthoritySpotlight. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content, so make sure you don't miss any episodes by subscribing. Your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more? Go to our website, performancepublishinggroup.com or michelleprince.com and follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. Thanks so much for listening and we'll see you next time.